0: This is Shifting Our Schools, Episode 75, Counting Notifications. Listen up, educators. Are you looking to take your classroom to the next level? The technological shift in education is happening right now. If you're looking to integrate technology into your classroom, you're in the right place. Welcome to Shifting Our Schools with your host, Jeff Udick. Well, welcome back to Shifting Our Schools. Thank you for tuning in and subscribing to us in your favorite podcast player, whatever that might be. And whatever podcast player that you're using, I do hope that you take a moment to go over and leave us a review. The way that these systems work is the more reviews your podcast has, the higher you get promoted in the podcast world, the more you show up in search results, therefore getting us uh, more listeners and spreading our message even farther. So if you have a second, please take time to go over, and not just this podcast, but any podcast that you love, take a moment to go over and give them a review in your favorite podcast player. Now this week, I just wanted to record a short rant about something I've been seeing on social media the last couple weeks, and that uh, and that is this idea of teachers counting the number of notifications students are getting during a class period. And I don't know if you've seen this, but it's been all over Twitter, and I've seen it in, in Facebook with some of my, uh, my close friends who are teachers as well. But the idea is, is you take a class period and you just count the notifications kids are getting on their phones, and you can count them in different ways. Some teachers are just tallying every Uh, notification. Uh, Other teachers are breaking it down by how many of those notifications were in Snapchat, how many of those notifications were text messages, how many of those notifications was the weather app. I don't know. You can break them down however you want. Now, here's what I love. I love, I mean, love the idea of taking time out of class to have students tally how many notifications they are getting during a classroom. But... My big wonderment is, are teachers taking part in this as well? Are teachers taking out their cell phone and and including themselves in this conversation? Because let's get this straight. This is not a generational thing. This is not a student thing. Getting notifications is, I have a cell phone thing. (laughs) If you have a cell phone, you probably have notification overload as well. And who's taken time to actually stop and reflect with students on this? I love this idea. I love the idea of asking kids to go in and say, are those apps you really need to get notifications from? Have you checked your notifications on your apps lately? And having a great conversation about the distractions, the digital distractions in all of our lives that are constantly going on. I was recently at a school walking down a hallway and In this room that I looked into, there's a, on the board, there's a sign that has like a cell phone with like a red, you know, cross out. So no cell phones in the classroom. While the teacher is text messaging, what kind of signal are we sending kids when we say you can't have a cell phone, but while you're doing work, I'm going to sneak a peek at my text messages or whatever they were doing on their cell phone. And to me, that's what this is about. This is not a generational thing. This is a society thing. Now what I'm really wondering and what has me fuming is how is that data being used? Are we using this data to help students reflect on their notifications? Are we using this in math class? I can see all kinds of connections where I could use this in math to look at percentages. What app is sending you the most? What percentage are, are you know, uh, Snapchat versus Instagram? Or looking at ratios of this app to that app on what notifications come. At what time of day do we get different notifications? I think that'd be fantastic. Conversations about your time spent, taking time to understand the social pressure this generation is under from their parents, from marketers, and from their own social culture. That's what this is about. If that is you, thank you. Thank you for taking the time with them about learning about their lives, learning to respect the world that they're growing up in. Learning how they live and learning how to respect their world is the greatest gift that we can give our students. Now for the rant. I have heard and I've been reading about schools teachers, and administrators who are now using this data to try and ban phones from the classroom or school. Are you kidding me? You finally take the time to pause and get to know your students, and you start to understand the digital distractions that are in their lives, and the only thing you can think of instead of having a conversation about them to help them reflect on those notifications and get to understand them is to ban them what kind of world is that? What, what are we trying to say here? We're trying to control it? Good luck trying to control cell phones and notifications. It's a conversation that we need to have. When are we going to just accept that cell phones are here? They're not going away. The sooner we accept this, the sooner we then look at the power of using it. I feel like I'm back in 2005 again, and we're arguing over whether or not we should have Wi-Fi in schools, because heaven forbid, kids have access to the world. Or in 2009, when we were arguing over whether or not we should go one-to-one. Now, there are some phenomenal teachers out there, and I'm sure most of them listen to this podcast, who are using this data in the right way, are using this data in amazing ways to start conversations with kids. And here's what I found teachers who've accepted that the cell phone is part of the classroom aren't having issues. They're not having issues. They have found ways to have charging stations for kids. They have found ways to have kids take pictures of the homework on the board because they know that if you get on a student's phone, you win. That's the device that's always charged. That's the device that's always with them. How do we help them to use it in an educational sense, help them manage their lives? I'm still finding very few teenagers using the calendar that they carry with them. How are we helping them with that? They have a calendar every single day in their pocket. Are we helping them to understand what that means? When are we going to stop fighting it and accept it? Schools that have teachers that have done this are doing phenomenal work and yet education at large and you just do a Google search for schools and band, banding cell phones in schools and it's still going on. What do we think we're going to solve by, by banning them? This week, I'm working with a school who is bringing me in to do a one-off digital citizenship lesson. And to me, this, this is just a, a perfect example of where we're still at with this idea of devices and, and trying not to even think about that. We live in a connected world, we all do. And so this school is bringing me in to do a one-off digital citizenship lesson. I'm going there for one day. And in that one day, I'm going to spend an hour with the fourth graders, I'm gonna spend an hour with the fifth graders, and then I get to spend an hour with all sixth through eighth graders, so like 120 kids. So we're not even talking like small group personal, personal conversations, large group presentations. Now I love doing these trainings. I love getting to interact and talk with students. I love learning about their lives. But let's be real, this is not digital citizenship. This is not going to change habits. Will it stop and make students think for a second? Sure. But we know, we know that true digital citizenship is a constant conversation. It's not a half hour lesson given by the librarian so you can check a box. True digital citizenship is an ongoing constant conversation between students and a caring adult that knows them well. It's not a one-off conversation. It's an ongoing dialogue that needs to take place the rest of our lives. We all need to be thinking about digital citizenship, media literacy, about this connected world that we're living in every single day. That's why I want to count notifications. Use it to start the conversations that we need to be having in our schools. We need to be having them all the time, every day, with every student. So that's what I'm thinking is a great reason to count notifications. I'd love to hear what you think. And if you've counted notifications with your class and you've turned that into a lesson or you've had some great conversations and and you want to share what, what kids are truly thinking, I would love to get your responses. If you would love to leave a Flipgrid response, I would really appreciate it. You can access that by going to SOSpodcast.org and at the top you just click on the comments button. There that'll take you to our Flipgrid where you can leave a comment for us. and know that i i take those comments and i love to put those into my next podcast that is how we as the educational community continue to share and talk about the amazing stuff that we're doing every day so if you're one of those teachers or maybe you're a tech coach and you had a teacher that counted notifications how did you use that data what was the conversation that came out of it or maybe there was just a reflection with students if you've got stories like that i'd sure love to hear them so that we can spread those even farther Let's, let, let's count notifications, but let's use them in a way that is going to help us stay in touch and respect the lives of our students today. Thanks for listening, and until next week, we'll see you on the network.